live your life, boy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Conspiracy Farm, where we don't start the conspiracies, we just add the water. And now, your host of the most state-of-the-art, most informed podcast on the interweb, I present to you, Pat Militage and Jeffrey Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for Yeah, rear naked choke of Cocker Spaniel, bro. You know what I'm saying? Change the neighborhood up. Conspiracy Farm. Go. Check it out. Another one for the archives, ladies and gentlemen, as we live in this absolute world of madness thus far. Um, I'm so very grateful to have this gentleman on today. I always, always enjoy his research. It's always so very thorough, man. And uh, when I saw an episode he had done, when, when I saw this economic stuff and I saw how bad it could get, I was thinking to myself, man, this is the reset or this is a reset that that potentially lends itself to this conversation we had not too long ago and we're going to get into the, all the implications of this patrick how we doing tonight champ i'm doing great I'm, i know we're uh with limited time here with mr corbett so uh let's let's get right after it brother yeah yeah no, so like i said man this this kind of this whole thing uh, james how are you doing james corbett he is the host of the corbett report how we doing my friend i'm doing a-okay personally but, yeah i'm uh, not liking what i'm seeing yeah, it's it's awfully scary, man. And there's really, I mean, I've seemingly no end in sight. And I'm so anxious to pick your brain on this. Again, we had a conversation, I don't know, a few months ago, uh, just about climate change and how that's going to necessitate a larger economic reset and a whole different way of life. The Internet of Things, smart grids, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we are dealing with some crazy stuff right now, man. And I'm so glad after I had that thought, I'm like, man, I got to get James on. You just made a video and a series of videos, as you do, which really addressed what was going on in my brain, specifically how this was maybe was pre-gamed before many of times, prognosticated years ago, and it's all starting to play out. And as everybody loses their mind about this, this virus and this biological threat, et cetera, et cetera, it's as we're finding out, it's just a ruse and just a guise for a much, much larger play. So if you don't mind, well, let me ask you like I've asked everybody else. Do you see the reaction meeting the threat or the threat meeting the reaction? You know, the, is the reaction comparable to what we're seeing as far as the threat? As soon as I started writing about this uh, in the forecast where I wrote an editorial called uh, Coronavirus, the cures will be worse than the disease. And I stand by that. Um, I think... Regardless of what you think about this virus, real or man-made or whatever, comes from a lab or it's, it's a bioweapon or it's, it doesn't exist, whatever you think about it, uh, the, the reaction that we are seeing to this is infinitely scarier to me than the virus itself. And uh, I, we, we see that from every angle. And you, I think you said the word that is going through my head these days, the reset. This is the reset um, in in every sense. But, I mean, let's just take the most uh, commonly used uh, sense of that, the, the global financial reset. People have been talking about that for years. It is happening now, and it's happening from every angle all at once. Uh, and it was, it's not just the Great Depression that we are clearly heading into right now, but it's on top of that, the oil price war that's happening at the same time that... As some have pointed out, the petrodollar ended last week. The the global monetary backbone that has been in place since the U.S. went off the gold standard in 1971 has been the petrodollar. That ended right. last week. We are in completely uncharted territory right now. Is this Things a concerted effort? Go- not to inter- I, I've got to interrupt you there really quick. Is this a concerted effort between Japan and Russia to implode our economy with, with Russia and Saudi Arabia battling with the output of oil? 
and this this coronavirus? I don't know. What you tell me. I don't think it's as thought out as that. I don't think that this was a coordinated attack in that sense. Some of what's happening actually just makes sense given the economics of what's happening. I mean, there is going to be a absolute, not just a slowdown in uh, economic output and industrial activity, but uh, almost a complete seizure globally, uh, absolutely unprecedented. That is going to affect oil prices. But then on top of that, the dumping of and, and the glut, the unprecedented glut in the oil markets right now, which, oh, by the way, peak oil theorists, how did that uh, theory work out for you? Uh, we have never seen a glut like this in the history of the oil industry. It is insanity. And I, there are aspects of this. I mean, there are people saying that this was a coordinated attack on the U.S. shale industry, for example, but it's way beyond that at this point. I mean, oh, this is. is a fundamental yeah. economic reset. And Saudi Arabia is playing an interesting game here because they are on a knife edge in a number of different ways. And this cuts into their own revenues. And Saudi Ramco, I mean, you got to hand it to them. At least they got that. They sold off a lot of shot, uh, shares in that before it lost, I think, $500 billion in market cap over the last couple of weeks. Just insanity. Absolute insanity. I have no words for what's going on right now, but this is the reset. And like you said, it's, the reset's going to manifest in so many different ways. And we've said before, man, and we've really kind of jam-packed our show. We've done more content, really, we ever have as everybody's home and working from home, et cetera. Um, along with the reset, it's just um, medical, mar medical um, uh, martial law and how they're going to kind of ex roll this out slowly and really scare the crap out of us. And I think a lot of what you said in your in a lot of your presentations, this is really just an extension of the psychological mind F of 9-11. That fear-based, trauma-based kind of psychology opens your mind up to this any possibility. Like, you're so scared you'll accept anything. And we've almost been that way for a long time when these problem reaction solutions uh, things present themselves. But specific, I mean, definitely 9-11. What that open, that blank checkbook. And that's kind of what this is an extension of on, on a, I mean, not that that wasn't a global, had global ramifications, but this too has global ramifications socially, economically. I have to ask you, um, with how they're playing it out, there's no stone left unturned from your largest companies to your smallest bartenders like me who's had everything closed. Military on the ground, they're anticipating obviously some measure of social unrest. I hate to sound like a broken freaking record because I literally have said it every episode, but Pat, by God, you were so on point. Look at how people are behaving to themselves right now with their bellies full. And this is just the beginning. Like you said, regardless if this was a, a work or it's real, the ripple effect of it is going to be real. It's going to last for a very long time. How do you see this playing out socially and economically? Well, let me say I, I spot on agree 100% with your take on the psychological impact of this uh, being like 9-11. Uh, the martial law lockdown police state that we are being steeped into right now has to do with a virus in the exact same way the Patriot Act had to, had to do with international terrorism, which is to say not at all. The Patriot Act was already sitting there on the shelf waiting for years. And right. then 9-11 comes along and they dust it off. Here you go. Here's the Patriot Act. We got you. And now, as I've pointed out in my recent medical martial law episode, for decades, for decades now, they've been laying the infra infrastructure for pandemic response in all sorts of model state emergency health powers act and the CBP uh, pandemic response and uh, 2010 Rockefeller Foundation funded lockstep yeah. uh, scenario. And, and this is all addressed in your battle. recent video, Medical Martial Law 2020, ladies and gentlemen. Go check it out, James Corbett. And you are absolutely right. There was there was a, a litany of things. The Model State Emergency Health Powers Act from December 2021. There was a German article in 2013. I'm sorry? 
Did I say the wrong you date? You said 2021. It's 2000, 2001. 2001. I'm sorry. I'm speaking too goddamn fast. But there was there was a German article um, in 2020 alluding to an article in 2013 about uh, a risk analysis uh, in, in civil protection as it relates to another epi- uh, epidemic, if you will, or pandemic, which basically equated to mandatory vaccines, which I think is a lot of this what's going on type uh, event 201. This is this was prognosticated. This was war game for a minute. This yeah. is not some oops. Yeah. This just popped that, out of nowhere. And some people say that means that this this is event right now that what's taking place right now is therefore a, a staged event. It doesn't necessarily have to be that way. Like anything else, any crisis that comes along, they can take they can take advantage of it. And it's at a certain to a certain extent, it is just a numbers game. It is just a waiting game because pandemics do happen naturally every few decades. So if you lay out the infrastructure, when when next time a pandemic happens, whether yeah. it's really the Black Death that people are talking about, or whether it's just well, the, the, uh, you know, the scary pandemic. shit about the event two hundred one, it was just like everything was so specific. They're gonna say it's from bats, it's coronavirus. I mean, it's, it was just too. But it came from South America, there. So well, yeah, the hog farmers, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah. That's people like, oh, no, no, you're, what are you talking about? But you're right. I mean, the, the similarities were eerie. And the, and the, one of those things that is not really that significant, but it really it just, it's so, uh, one of those things I found when I was doing the medical martial law episode, I didn't realize this, at, at Event 201, they were giving out plushies I saw to that. all of the people who yeah. participated to commemorate the event. And, one, and the plushies are coronavirus microbes. Little stuffed animals. They were giving these out in October 2019. So twisted. One month before Patient Zero, supposedly. Well, and then amid, amidst all of this, Bill, Bill Gates steps down, you know, from Microsoft and Berkshire Hathaway. Yeah, record number of CEOs have stepped down in, uh, in January. Well, and, and, you know, again, having, having this... Been, James? I'm sorry. How many, how many CEOs have stepped down in the past say three months i don't have the number but i do know a lot a record uh january anyway well and then you got senator you know obviously senator Rand paul caught it today which is crazy but you have you have certain members of congress who were selling stocks prior to this you know i mean that that clearly has to be talked about you know and obviously you know we talk about accountability all the time in this show it's one of them was diane feinstein who had a chinese spy driving for her for 20 freaking years and nothing happened and now she sells her stock, and like, what? You know, is she going to sit in front of Congress and account for this? I mean, it's just crazy. What U.S. senator? Can I ask you? Can I ask you for sanity? What U.S. senator hires a Chinese citizen to drive for their chauffeur, their their, yeah. their limo? Who does that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's a, it's bizarre. When again, adding to this climate, you got you got cops set, cops releasing prisoners. You got them saying they're not going to go after such like I think Sonny Puzikas, our Russian from Russian Spetsnaz, was on. You have that in the private meeting, you know, the Hill Street Blues, you know, go be tough on the street or whatever they say. You don't publicly declare that. That's the freaking horn of Gundor to psychopaths. And we're already seeing it. Someone sent me an email about people dressed in white coats going house to house. Hey, we got to come in and test your house and see if you have the. Blah, blah, blah. How do you, I mean, again, do you... society. Um, yeah, I, I, it, this is not going to be pretty. And as you say, yeah. this is at the beginning with yes. people's bellies full. I mean, extend <laughs> right. a month, even a month, and, and it's going to be insanity. Back to the senators and congressmen, you know, the numbers that are that are testing positive, and, and somebody, Wes Gillum, just brought it up. Good, good point, Wes, because I wanted to say this. 
how many of them are going to come down with the coronavirus and won't be able to vote on a lot of the stuff that's going on that's come oh but don't me. worry they're prepared for that newsweek just had a big report about right. what the u.s government is going to do in the event that they can't even hold a quorum uh with congress they're going they have continuity of government operations yes. and they have right. rex 84 uh, baby set up. wow it's like they almost prepared. <laughs> almost knew it knew it was coming rex was rex coming, 84 right. and, so, but again it could well, just to be... be yeah to be fair yeah the infrastructure for continuity of government has been in place for right. decades and decades it yeah. was was implemented in 2001 9-11 and, and it's a smart thing to have i mean you want to make sure yeah you want to make sure everything's covered it's a smart thing to have the officially declared emergency from 9-11 has been renewed every single year by every yes. president yes uh, right. and it's still in effect to this day so what i was i was talking to a friend just before we went on air yeah you were absolutely right that they've signed off on it every year why these new declarations does that change something as far as because I mean, if you're a national declaration Read Peter Dale Scott. He's done some pioneering work on the continuity of government operations that were laid out by Rumsfeld and Cheney back in the 70s, going back as far as the 70s. They continued their work in the, during the Reagan administration in the 80s. Uh, they were the ones that were that were engineering and masterminding this. And those plans went into effect on 2000, in 2001. And uh, the theory is that in order to continue the continuity of government operations that were enacted that day, you know, legally behind their smokescreen of legal nonsense, yeah. they have to renew that a national emergency. The national emergency is what makes those operations uh, operational. So let, let me ask you, because some people are, some people obviously have different reads on all this, you know, whether Trump's a part of it, et cetera, et cetera. Is he the white hat? You know, so is, how does this, how does this, with, with anybody who might think, oh man, this the globalists are really getting their ass kicked on this. This is, um, in my opinion, tell me if that's right or wrong. And in my opinion, how does this, I think this facilitates even more the technocracy we talked about, the Internet of Things, the complete dissolu- or, uh, removal of, dig- of uh, physical cash, fiat currency. It's all digital. Like I said, we're seeing restaurants that are staying open. They only take credit. I think that's a part of this, too. Talk, talk to me about that as far as, you know, is, is this really, is it hurting the globalists? I, I, I think it is. I'm, I'm sorry, I think it's not, but it's, it's, uh, I, I think yeah. this is ushering in the, uh, the technocracy. Yeah. There are aspects of this that you could argue that, and some people have. I know I saw an op-ed from Patrick Pat Buchanan saying this is the the death of the New World Order or something like that. And I've seen, you know, this is the end of globalism kind of things. But I, uh, on the flip side of that, that's not what I believe. I see things like, will the coronavirus, uh, I'm sorry, a global challenge needs a global response uh, that was recently up in Der Spiegel, which is basically exactly what you would expect in the face of any global crisis of any kind, we need a, more of a coordinated global response, and it's going to happen, and here's why. Um, globalists are licking their chops, just salivating, waiting for all of the powers that are going to accrue to them out of this. Every single globalist agenda item is being checked off. Fast forward. And as you say, there's no aspect of this that isn't. I mean, even the cashless society push cash it could be dirty actually it's funny because that that's been making the rounds recently in in news stories you know it could be on cash and then when you go back to the original research that they did on this they found oh the coronavirus will survive on cardboard for three days and will survive on plastic for 24 hours or whatever it is they didn't test banknotes of any kind and epidemiologists and others are saying that is the least the, the vector you have to be least scared about do not be worried about getting coronavirus from cash uh, it's going to be from people yeah. coughing in your face. So, I mean, it's it's total nonsense, but this is that's just one example. But, I mean, literally every box is being checked right now. Internal passports and uh, 
you know, the Chinese have been using their payment app, which everybody uses essentially because they, they are they are essentially going cashless in China right now. And and their payment app literally has color coded green, orange or red. You know, how safe are you? If you get green, then you can go and, you know, be, uh, travel or shop here or there or whatever. If you're red, that means you're you're that old social credit, baby. You That's know, social credit away. It's exactly right. Social credit. The, the the economic reset is happening like everything everything is occurring to the globalists who have been preparing for this for decades what? through in every legislative and economic sense uh, with this the, is not going to be the end of globalism with with the ndaa you know with the natural declaration of emergency patriot act you know them the ndaa they can kind of disappear you with no you know no no legal recourse etc with the DOJ now wanting to expand their powers to disappear people, I mean, why is it, that's almost redundant? They was al- they were already able to do that. Why almost publicly state that again? With this well, new the expansion NDA of powers, specifically military, and was specifically uh, targeting terrorists, suspects, whatever. This DOJ that they're trying to get these powers is literally if they suspect that you've been somewhere where another person has been that had later tested positive, blah, blah, blah. And how do they know where you've been? Oh, it's because as the Seattle Times is now reporting, the U.S. government is working with every big tech company to collect your geolocation data so they can retroactively, once you test positive, they can go back two weeks, three weeks, however long they want to go and see every place you've been, every person you've been in contact oh, with. Ladies and gentlemen, please rewind that and play that again because that should scare the absolute That's shit terrifying. out of you. What, even uh, even the CDC uh, in 2017 expanded their uh, quarantine powers, right? Uh, 2007. Was it seven? Okay, my bad. But still, I mean, again, the C- they're expanding. The, uh, the CDC, yes, no, sorry, 2017, you're right. They they updated their pandemic quarantine powers in 2017. It was actually the last, one of the last, I think the last um, executive order on the Obama agenda. It was reviewed um, when the Trump administration came in, but eventually went ahead. So the CDC did gain new quarantine powers. I was thinking of the CBP, the uh, Customs and Border Patrol. <laughs> it's hard to keep up, right? Pandemic response plan that they put in place in 2007 that's operative right now. Uh, you got the National Security Council directing the White House response to this right now in conjunction with the intelligence agencies and the Department of Defense, of course, because this is national security, right? Uh, they're shutting down national borders. The longest undefended border in the world, Canada, U.S., now shut down to all non-essential traffic. Just insanity. Well, now, I want to, again, and Sean Huffman just pointed it out, does anybody know how to operate ham radios anymore and just during the California wildfires, and we know that ham radios are civilian run, you have to have a license to have one and operate one, but it's literally the civilian's last line of defense. When everything else breaks down communication-wise, ham radios are used during national security, and we know during the California wildfires that the the governor of California had all the repeaters removed off of the towers in California. Coincidence? I, I I really he, don't think really? so. I really don't think so. I think Yeah, oh. the, all, all the repeaters are, uh, You're breaking up. Uh ham radio repeaters were removed off rates, but I know it was in California they got removed off of. But that's I mean that's what I'm saying. When you bring all these ingredients together, shit like that, they're releasing prisoners, they're kinda not gonna arrest such and such. It's like it, 
it's the purge, man. Is that? I don't. I'm not like asking. It really is. Yeah. This is absolute insanity. And you're so right about that. About ham radio, shortwave, whatever people can use is going to be the medium that people will be able to communicate. Because I'm telling you, the internet crackdown agenda is about to. Yeah. Is about. They're flipping the switch right now, and we right, saw right. that recently. Um, the, the, the fangsters all put out this joint statement that we're going to eliminate uh, coronavirus misinformation from our platforms. We all know what that means. Facebook flipped the switch, and as a bug, uh, they accidentally, you know, tripped the, uh, the, the super censorship switch. Every, every article, every yes. post about coronavirus was being censored. No, I, I literally, Pat. But don't worry, you know. I, 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 I posted something I posted something completely benign and they, they flagged it and took it down. They they put it back up and then actually sent me a, an apology. Never seen that before. But yeah. no, you're absolutely but it yeah, and, yeah, and they're yeah. couching that's it. That's just the test of Yo, the for powers. sure. They're but they're they're couching the that and they're like, Hey, we gotta send a lot of people home. So we just have this default mode on our algorithms to if you're posting Mr. Rogers' neighborhood, that's coming down. You know what I mean? It's just like they're not even having it. But, I mean, I know we don't have much yeah. more time. Can I really want to get your thoughts on the next few weeks, man, and months. You know, uh, Trump just came on. Uh, Title 32, the National Guard activation is now in New York, Washington, California, and is only going to spread. That's probably going to go to Chicago and your larger metropolitan areas. In your, I mean, I know a lot of people don't like to hypothesize, even if it's really bad. But, I'm, like I said, it's, the writing on the wall is so, to me, is just so plain right now. How do you see this playing out here in the next few weeks? It is a reset. We can definitely agree. How yeah, bad does exactly. it get? That's it. So I'm thinking best case scenario, which isn't going to be a good case anyway, but best <laughs> case scenario, this does last a few weeks. There will be National Guard. There will be an all-out PR push for this, essentially. Don't worry, the National Guard are taking care of everything. They're distributing supplies. They're making sure no looting or craziness is happening. You know, They're going to bring law and order. Everything's sunshine and rainbows. A few weeks from now, the orders are lifted, and... You know what? Actually, oh, okay. So it's not so bad. Not everyone's dying on the streets. You know, we got through this. That's absolute best case scenario. People go back to work at that point. But I'm still thinking the global economic reset is baked into the cake at this point, yeah. including the global monetary reset. I'm thinking bank holidays and you know switching out national currencies for whatever's coming next. That kind of craziness. And that's not necessarily going to happen in the next few weeks because yeah. the changeover of world reserve currency is not a unilateral decision. It has to be. I mean, they had the Bread and Woods conference during World War II to sort out the new monetary order. They're going to need right. some version of that to sort it out, but it's baked into the cake. And the U.S. dollar skyrocketing and all commodities plunging um, at the same time because of the craziness that's going on and everyone liquidating and trying to get it into cash is a sign that is yet another sign. We cannot use this as the world reserve currency because it is literally plunging markets. It's, yeah. it's causing absolute chaos. We need something else. Oh, good. We've been talking about this for over a decade now with the special drawing rights of the yes. IMF. We just happen to have that waiting in the wings. The Chinese um, People's Bank of China governor has been talking about this for, I think, 11 years now, um, or 12 years that, that he that, first that, proposed. We yeah. need the SDR to take over the U.S. dollar. That transfer from that resource-based economy to an energy-based economy. And the refuge was supposed to be cryptocurrencies but as everything's played out in the last couple of weeks cryptos have taken a bath specifically bitcoin which was the yeah. leader uh every commodity everything uh, out there is plunging in in vol uh, dollar valuation because the dollar is surging and the dollar is only surging because everyone is getting into dollars right now getting cash physical cash and, and they're liquidating all, all away from it you're pretty that's soon. why the dollar is spiking what did you say, Pat? Now they're putting oh. in trillions upon trillions upon trillions of dollars at any point at which that actually gets to st start uh, sucking into the economy. 
I mean, that's when you start getting into inflation. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is that, is that, again, part of the ingredients? I mean, is that not hyperinflation 101? Is that not Zimbabwe type? I mean, when you're just pumping it last week, like three, four, five trillion dollars. You can't get inflation going because nothing, it's not being productively funneled into the economy. It's all sitting in in bank accounts, Federal Reserve bank accounts. We're hunkered down at home and self quarantining, so we can't put it back into the economy. That totally makes sense. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's yeah. not if it doesn't go into the economy, it's not going to cause the hyperinflation. But I mean, trillions upon trillions of dollars out there waiting to be soaked up is a, yet another reason why the dollar cannot function as world reserve currency going forward. It is changing. This is the start of the reset. Historians of a future era will say, you know, 2020 this was is when the button was pushed. Patrick, parting words for our boy, man. Last couple questions. Well, I'm gonna push, uh, one second. I'm going to push this out there. Uh, the the thing that I brought up today, and Jeff and I talked about it briefly, was that prisoners are being released everywhere. And I said it's to make, I go, could it be to make room for possibly massive arrests? For <clears throat> who are they going to arrest? Do they have statements ready? Hope, hope, hope porn, no. as Jeff says. But look, it could be possible. Are they making room for potential looters? Are they making yes. room for, yes. for uh, uh, Pat? Who's going to defend his family and his house <laughs> with a gun? I don't know who they're making room for. I don't. I really don't. But while all this craziness is going on here, James, we have to bring this up. We can't let you go until you talk about this. While the shit is hitting the fan globally, things seem to be just fine in Japan, don't they? Yeah, they seem to be, and that's the that's the operative word here. And I'm just about to release a video about this so people can watch my channel where I show people what is happening here. You'd be surprised. Yeah, you think this is East Asia, like epicenter of the whole thing. People must be absolutely freaking out. Nope, not at all. Uh, there were there are school closures here, and there are some, you know, the, the government has issued guidelines about not meeting in large groups. But actually, most people are ignoring that anyway. It's cherry blossom viewing <laughs> season, so everyone's out. You know, watching the cherry blossoms, like usual, everybody, bars, clubs, everything is open. Um, And there's a specific reason for that. That reason is Tokyo 2020. They still are saying the Summer Olympics are going to go ahead as planned, on the schedule, as planned, with spectators internationally coming in. There abs- is absolute insanity. This is not going to happen. Newsflash, Japanese <laughs> it's not going to happen. But until they acknowledge that, until the games are officially postponed, they're going ahead, oh, don't worry, guys, everything's under control. We only have a 1,000 cases, and that isn't spreading, and we're fine. Everything's under control. They're going business as usual. When they finally meet reality and realize the games aren't going to go ahead, that's when I expect the uh, the crackdown is going to come in Japan. Does, does, that, does, that extend, does that extend to the U.S. 2020 election? Cancellation? Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, that's going to be one hell of an interesting. Yeah, martial law. Who knows how that's playing well, out? Well, and then how, look at how how will, how crazy will it be by then? Law. I'm sorry, go ahead, Pat. Martial law is I was on the phone again today with a former Navy friend of mine, and he's out east now, and he he was raised in the in the D.C. area, and he said, uh, and he confirmed for me, yes, active military are being are being deployed. Deployed, uh, domestically marines are being brought online all of this stuff's going on you don't bring out uh, bradley f- fighting vehicles and then on something really serious and then i got another message uh from a cia guy agency guy who was just at one of the uh one of the military bases i won't say where but said that 
he saw a video that I posted of a uh, 20 miles of Humvees heading towards Chicago and a massive military operation. This won't take long, and that's all he would say. Massive military operation won't take long. Hmm. And then when I when I talked to uh, to to uh, naval special warfare guy, he said, dude, they have built massive walls and barriers in a two-block radius around the White House. You can't even get near it. You can't even go anywhere near it. He goes, You've ne I've never seen anything like this before in my life. And that guy's been in all kinds of warfare settings, been through all kinds of shit. And he said, I've never seen anything like this. Uh, and look, considering what you've been through, uh, what's, what's your gut feeling? He goes, I'm sure nobody's ever seen it, but it's not going to be good. It's not. It's not going to be good. He's freaked out by it. A lot of these guys are freaked out who have seen some pretty heavy stuff in their life. And I'm just, I'm just sitting here going, man, this is uh, hope, hope, hope for the best, but plan for, plan for the worst. Uh, yeah. Let me just put that out there: is that this is the, the part that, honestly, I don't. I, I it, it chills me to the core to think never before in human history have you locked down entire nations telling them stay in your home don't go outside don't meet in groups of more than 10 people this is absolutely completely unprecedented in the course of human history and i'm thinking they're not doing this lightly i mean i i don't think this is about the virus i think well that's what's so sad and happening. scary and i've seen everybody gets it now more people are going to die from the right. fear and everything else having nothing to people obviously and sadly are dying from the virus but i think way more i mean you're talking about open the, the secretary of the army came on like pat said they're opening up dormitories they're opening up hotels for these triage and icu units that doesn't for me the numbers don't necessitate that for me that would seem like more of a holding or a detention or, so, or something because again it just doesn't add up numbers wise um James, you have been awesome, man. I know we got to let you go. Shout out where we can check you out. Ladies and gentlemen, James Corbett is the man, like some of the most thorough, concise research on a myriad of uh, all kinds of subjects, man. He's really a great resource for that. And um, shout out where we can check you out, man. CorbettReport.com, C-O-R-B-E-T-T Report.com. You can find all my work. It's all there for free, and it's there specifically. Hmm. I'm on YouTube and other social media platforms, but – for how long i cannot say yeah. but i am at corbettreport.com till the bitter end so go for go there and at least bookmark it well and you've always been very generous with your time as this plays out because you know we're working from home please come back here in a couple of weeks so we can you know just kind of talk about what's going on over there you know when i go to bed at night especially when this was happened i would check out the hang sing market and the nikkei markets just to kind of get a barometer of what's going to be going on here right. and like the last couple of weeks it was just a bloodbath so it's interesting to hear that things are relatively normal over there in japan but who who knows how long it stays that way james corbett ladies and gentlemen the corbett report thank you so very much champ love you brother thank you for your time as well peace is so much live you guys stay thank well you, wash your hands i guess don't make out with bats, and uh, we'll talk soon. <laughs>